Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ditch the Job. Let's do this. What's up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Burry, the podcast coach here, helping people launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And one of the things that can affect people as you think about ditching your job or maybe you've already ditched your job and you're figuring out how to make that stream of income is anxiety and self-doubt. And that's why we're going to talk about how to overcome these two obstacles that can be very present in that big moment when you ditch your job or just the lead up to it. So the guest who joins us today, he is a life coach and transformational speaker and leader who is dedicated to helping people overcome the anxieties, worries, and self-doubts that keep them from achieving their highest potential. Our guest is also the co-founder of iFearless, which is a place where smart, self-aware people come to leave worry, anxiety, and self-doubt behind and take control of their lives. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than David Stone. David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mark. It is a pleasure to be here with you today, and I'm excited to share some of these ideas of how you can let that anxiety go, because if you're ready to ditch your job, well, anxiety is one of the biggest obstacles that you got to overcome. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of a, a mindset battle. That's what I've been uh, figuring out from all the interviews I've done with people and also the interviews I've done with this the job, even though it's a relatively new podcast, like that mindset battle is something that I have been, it's been one of the themes so far. Uh, so I'm wondering if you could share with us, I mean, I Fearless is, I mean, a really great messaging there where, I mean, you want to help people overcome these really big obstacles that stand in their way. So I'm wondering what has worked for you and for other people you've seen in being able to overcome their anxiety and self-doubt. Well, uh, first I want to say that uh, anxiety and self-doubt and fear, which is sort of uh, another flavor of it, if you want, in my opinion, that is the biggest obstacle that people have to overcome because all the other obstacles, you know, getting financing, finding customers and all that kind of stuff, that can all be done. But if you're carrying around your own fear, then that's going to trip you up every single day. But there, fortunately, there are lots of ways to overcome that. And one of the first things you got to recognize is that that anxiety is not necessarily something that's built into you. You know, we see anxiety and we think, man, that's just part of me. It feels it kind of consumes me and that's all I can do. But the cool thing about anxiety and fear and worry is that these are simply learned behaviors. You know, here's an interesting thing. When we are born, when you are brand new, you came uh, shipped with two and only two fears, and that is, number one, loud noises, and number two, falling. Everything else that you're afraid of or find yourself anxious about is a learned condition that you picked up over, the, over your period of life. Maybe you were taught it. Maybe you uh, were trained in that. Maybe you observed other people. But all those things were learned. We picked them up along the way. And you can let them go as well. So the first biggest thing is to recognize that the fear and the anxiety and worry, they are debilitating but highly removable roads roadblocks and they're the things that are preventing you from achieving this life and achieving these dreams that you've got for yourself uh tony robbins that great you know the great motivational speaker he says that fear is the number one obstacle that keeps people from realizing their dreams 
And I, I fear is certainly a really big factor. There's a lot of things. Fear of failure, fear of success, which actually is a thing. And this anxiety oh, yeah. and self-doubt with a lot of it stemming from fear. And I agree that a lot of the fears that are in our lives that we have are self-taught. And I think for Ditch the Job, uh, one of the big worries that I feel like a lot of people have is money because uh, when you ditch your job, you suddenly lose your paycheck. Or if the job ditches you, you suddenly lose your paycheck. And you still mm-hmm. have to provide for your family. So I'm wondering if we could talk about overcoming anxiety and self-doubt from a money standpoint because I feel like that's what everyone who ditches their job or gets ditched from their job has at some point. You know, that's an interesting thing because not only are people who are ditching their job worried about money, people who are gainfully employed, in fact, people who are incredibly wealthy, still worry about money. Money is one of the biggest sources of fear that we have. And it's interesting the way we think about money because we always think about, oh, my God, what's going to happen if I don't have enough money? And we always, uh, humans are hardwired with uh, a couple of things, one of which is something called a negativity bias. It's kind of hardwired into our brains. And it started millions of years ago when we, uh, through evolution, and back in those days when uh, the saber-toothed tigers were walking around, it was a really handy thing to have. And basically it says any kind of a situation will automatically go to the worst possible scenario. And again, when you know a mastodon was charging at you, that was a really handy thing. But the tigers and the mastodons have all gone. What we find now is that we always go to that worst possible outcome. So you've got somebody that's thinking about ditching their job. They're thinking about starting their own thing, whether it's a big business, whether it's a side hustle, whatever it is that they're thinking about starting, that one of the first things that comes into their mind is, Oh, what's going to happen if this doesn't work? Where am I going to get the money? And one of the things I suggest is let's catch ourselves. Let's catch ourselves practicing that negativity bias because you're a smart person. You're uh, resourceful. You're uh, creative. Why would it not be just as likely that this thing's going to be tremendously successful and you're going to have more money than you know what to do with and you're going to have, you know, you'll be like Scrooge McDuck swimming around in the money bin. You're going to have to open a new account every day to hold it because there isn't room in the old account for all the money you're making. But we never go there. We automatically go to the negative one and then we fill our heads. So my first suggestion to people is that remember the successes you've had so far. You've, so far in life, you've made it. You've had enough money for everything that ever came along. You're going to be able to do that again. Remind yourself of all the great money successes that you've had up till now. And even write it down. Make a list of you know bonuses that I got in my job, uh, raises that I got in my job, people that gave me money, or other things that I've done that made me money. Remind yourself about those ones. Because it's too easy to just fall into the, oh my gosh, there's not going to be enough money mindset. And what that does is that just um, reinforces itself over and over again. So that would be my, my first tip is remember your successes and remind yourself regularly of all the amazing things that you've managed to uh, achieve so far. Yeah, I love that idea. Remember your successes. I feel like for a lot of us, 
uh, we could just focus on the thing we don't have rather than all the different things that we have done. So a really great tip there, and you'll reinforce your mindset like, oh, wow, I've done some really awesome things with myself. Like I have have made money in this way. I, I was able to solve this big problem. So really think about what you've already accomplished. Really big insight there. Uh, one of the things that I do want to also talk about, though, is, I mean, the negativity bias, I completely get that. And if you think positively, that puts you in the better frame of mind. But what's the difference between people who just think positively and people who think positively but also get the results? Like, how do we get to the result, that manifestation coming true stage? Well, th that's something called an action orientation. And one of the things that I've written in my book and the, the new book that I've just come out called Unsubscribe from Anxiety, one of the tips that I give people is something that's called instant action. So let's say, you, and where does anxiety show up? It shows up in the middle of the night or it shows up in the morning. You know, you wake up and instantly your mind's filled with all these terrible things that are going to happen. What am I going to do for money? How am I going to make payroll? How am I going to pay the mortgage, et cetera? Well, this, this thing about instant action says, all right, what is something that I can do in the next 15 minutes or in the next 24 hours that's going to address this problem. Because one of the problems with anxiety and worry is uh, we just go round and round and round with it. And it just repeats itself. We sort of come up with this problem. We think, oh, this is a terrible problem. We go through all the, uh, the consequences that this problem's going to have. And then we go back to the problem again. But if, and, and problem solving is a very different thing than worry and anxiety. And some people say, well, if I'm not, you know, I, that's how I solve problems, by worrying about them. No, I disagree with that. Worry is a very different activity than problem solving. Problem solving is action oriented. And it says, all right, what, you know, write down five things that I could do right now. So if you get your job and you got a mortgage payment coming up, what's something that you can do in the next 15 minutes? Well, number one, you need customers. Have you been making the phone calls? Have you made a list of customers? What are you doing for marketing? Are there some things you can do to promote yourself? Today, right now, write down three actions that I can do. Because now you're moving forward and you're creating some momentum for yourself as well. And all those things are, are build you a more positive mindset. And yeah, I get it. That, you know, that just positivity thinking, it's wonderful. It makes you feel better. But when that gets translated into an action orientation, stuff actually happens. Things you, you get things done that are going to um, that are going to create change for you. And that's what you want them to have happen is is change and um, uh, and positive forward motion. So that would be one suggestion that I would have. The second thing, another suggestion I would have for people who are ditching their job is to think about why. Why are you thinking about ditching this job? And there's two very different reasons that you might do it. The first reason is I'm running away from a job that I hate. I hate my boss. I hate my job. It's meaningless to me. It, you know, it's debilitating. It's, it's uh, humiliating, whatever. I'm above this. And so I'm going to quit because I don't like the job I'm in. That, frankly, is a terrible reason to, to leave your job. 
Because the flip side of that is I'm leaving my job to go towards something else. And that makes all the difference in the world. And one of the items that I bring up again in this new book, Unsubscribe from Anxiety, is to replace anxiety, replace worry with purpose. So what is the mission of this new thing? Why are you leaving this job? What is your why? I heard a great quote one time. It said, the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. And uh, as I started this new company, I Fearless, uh, I'm just so excited about sharing this idea because I this comes out of personal experience. And I've, I've quit many jobs, Mark. I've uh, started five different companies. I was a terrible employee. I, I have worked for for companies, not very often in my life, but I have been an employee and discovered that I was a terrible employee. I'm far better working on my own. But in every situation that I've left a job, it's not because that I left a bad job and I wanted to leave something. It was because I had an idea that I was going towards. And what that does is get you up every single morning excited with purpose and saying, I got stuff to do. I've got a message to put out there. I've got product to deliver to uh, uh, to the world. People need to know about this new idea that I have, this new thing that I've got. Uh, so that, make, that makes a total different thing. And, and what happens then is rather than being consumed with, oh, I don't have enough money, what am I going to do? Suddenly, you're, uh, you're just enveloped with this purpose. I've got a mission to accomplish. And when you do that, the people around you, the customers that you're talking to, or the prospective customers, they all get as excited as you are about this idea, and they want to jump on board, and then the money starts to flow on its own. And I mean, a lot of really good stuff there. The big thing being, like, there are a lot of people who say, I hate my job, and I want to get out. But what happens then? Like, why are you trying to get out of your job? Uh, so being really clear on that, having the purpose makes it more enjoyable and you can you set a better plan for yourself because if the reason you want to ditch is just because oh i hate my job and then you leave your job well then what happens next you've accomplished your goal you hate your job you left your job you've accomplished your goal pat yourself on the back you did a good job but if you attach a purpose to it like uh i need to continue providing money for my family and i want to continue providing money for my family by doing this that's where you become an action taker and you take control of your life. And that was a really big thing that David was emphasizing because you could worry, you could complain, you could make excuses, but none of those change the situation. What changes the situation is taking the time to write down five things that you could do if you ditched a job. And that part of that is planning early. Uh, so it's not like you ditch your job that's like, oh gosh, what do I do now? Uh, because then you're going to be back at a job because you didn't plan. So really taking that time to plan, really taking that time to tap into your purpose will make the transition so much easier. That is exactly right. And not just easier, but it's going to create a momentum for you and a momentum forward that is almost like a current in a river that just carries you forward. Uh, it, it, it goes way beyond uh, just making it easier for you. It's it just, I, I, it's hard to describe 
uh, the benefits that having this uh, ever-driving purpose. You know, it, interestingly enough, um, just to make it personal, um, I had, uh, up until, uh, well, six months ago, I had a very successful um, marketing consulting company. I was nationally known, worked all across the country, a lot of good clients, and frankly, I was making some pretty good money from it. But I discovered that I, uh, and I had been doing it for a long time, 25 years, and I was good at it, and I was well-respected and all the rest of it, but I was, I'd lost my passion. I thought, you know, I'm saying the same things over and over again, and I'm, I'm tired of saying the same things over and over again. Yeah, I'm still making money, but I just, I was having trouble getting up every day and saying, okay, let's go do more of this. Um, and so I made the decision about a year ago to let it go and say, okay, that's it. I, um, I can't do this any, any longer. I can't see myself uh, getting old doing this. And so I, I said, that's it. And uh, talked to my wife and we, she and I talked back and forth and we agreed, okay, let's let it go. Now I had nothing that I was going to. And I wasn't in a, I'm not in a position where I can say, hey, okay, that's fine. I'll play golf or go fishing for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but I then said, okay, I've made that decision. And it's almost like you've cleared out space in a closet. You know, when you're, you're, you know how your closet gets really full and you got all these old clothes in there. It's almost like you have to clear them out in order to make some room for the new stuff to come in. So I spent a couple of months thinking about it as we were winding down. We gave it six months to wind down. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it and talking and, and you know, just pondering it. And that's when this thing, you know, what does the world need? The world needs to overcome its fear and everybody worrying about this and that. And I, I mean, we've all got so many things to be afraid of. Just let's turn on the news for a minute. And, and yet that, that kind of uh, immobilizes us. And especially when somebody is uh, wanting to ditch their job and starting a new adventure, uh, if they spend all their time worrying about the downside of that, then they get uh, almost paralyzed by, uh, um, by, that, um, by that worry, and then you can't do anything. But when I finally said, okay, I, this is what I want to do, this is almost what I, I almost felt like I'm being called to do this, which is uh, you know, really exciting. Well, then every, it almost fell into place. Well, here's what I need to do today. Here's what I need to do first. Here's what I need to do second. The business plan kind of wrote itself. And I'm just, it's almost like I'm going along, um, just checking off boxes on the plan that wrote itself. When you have that sense of purpose and that sense of this is really important stuff to do, then it just, it makes itself almost. There's a number of other things that I do want to share, though, uh, Mark. And, and you you talked earlier about uh, uh, about you know sharing with people and and complaining about the job. One of the most important things if you want to get uh, over this worry and anxiety is something I like to call quit the complaining club, because we've all met them. You know those people you hang around, and the first thing they do is tell you, you know. Uh, boy, did you hear that news about the earthquake? And oh, it looks like it's going to rain again today. Wow, how about that traffic coming into work? Hmm. And all we get, you know, the subject of every conversation is complaining about something. Now, you know, misery loves company for sure, but it doesn't have to be you. 
it drags you down. And so I would really encourage you to drop out of that worry club. And you know those people. You, you, you know, you can point them out. You can make a list of them. But you got, want to avoid those people who drag you down. And you want to seek out those other ones who lift you up and make you feel alive. And, uh, you know, so if you're wanting to ditch your job, if you're wanting to start something new, seek out people who are doing that or have already done it. Hang out with them. You know, if you're going to go out for a coffee or if you're going to go out for a beer somewhere, pick somebody like that, somebody that's done it. Uh, there's, and, and you also want to be careful a little bit about, uh, about family, too. There's a great Mel Robbins, who's a great motivational uh, writer and speaker. She says, toxic people are still toxic, even when they're disguised as family. So you want to make, your, make sure you surround yourself with people who are doing or have done what it is that you're wanting to do. They fire you up. They give you ideas that you can then act on. So make sure that you quit that complaining club and, and uh, surround yourself with people that are, uh, that are going to be uh, uplifting to you. And that's a really great insight. It goes back to this idea that Jim Rohn says we are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. If you spend time with complainers, you're going to be a complainer. And those are not the kinds of people who make these courageous steps to, you know, ditch the job and uh, not just that, but like have a good ending because some people, they ditch the job and like, oh, I got to get a new job. Uh, so really be careful about who you hang out with. Ditch the complainers and that will set you up for ditching the job. One other thing I want to point out also is that David was talking about downside, and that's something we can focus on. And I see this a lot of time because I'm a runner, and with a runner, like you know, if you hit, if you don't hit your time, uh, for a lot of runners out there, it doesn't matter. Like you didn't hit your time, and there are going to be spectators and friends, whoever, who say like, "Wow, it's really impressive that you ran and you hit that really good time." But uh, to the runner, they're more focused on that, like time that they missed so uh mm-hmm. where this analogy is going is pretty much uh you could be focused on what you've missed what you haven't achieved and forget all the momentum you have it because you know in running it's just one bad day and you can just as easily do some training come back into a race and hit your time uh so i feel like similar exactly- is for people also like who have jobs and trying to ditch them Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really good point, Mark. And it brings up another thought that, uh, that I like to share with people. And that in, you talked about runners. Well, one of the things, if you, uh, there's a lot of people who do rock climbing and stuff like that. And when you're a rock climber, if you're a tightrope walker, one of the things that they constantly tell you, coaches will tell you, is don't look down. Because as soon as you look down, then instantly your mind is filled with all the consequences of failure. Oh my God, what, what happens if I fall? You know, look how far down that is. And it's the same if you're ditching your job and starting a company. As soon as you look down, your mind is instantly filled with all the terrible consequences that are going to happen. It, instead of looking up as the rock climber, when you look up, you're constantly saying, oh, look at that. Look how close I am to the summit. Look at that. I Just this one more ledge is only five feet away to that ledge. I can take a rest there. So uh, when you're starting something new or when you're ditching your job, remind yourself. And it takes some, it takes, uh, some new habits. And you've got you to develop these new thinking habits. 
but remind yourself to constantly be looking up. And let me, let me give you an example of this. Um, we hear, I mean, anybody that's out there starting, their, starting a new business or wanting to do a side hustle, et cetera, I mean, we've all heard that statistic that says, you know, nine out of 10 new businesses fail within the first, I don't know, 10 minutes, five years, whatever <laughs> it is. And uh, we hear this over and over again. And so as soon as you hear that statistic, you think, well, I'm doomed. You know, this isn't going to work for me. And that's an example of looking down. But what I focus on is two things. Number one, I focus on the, well, that's fine for them, but I'm, I'm succeeding here. And then I look at, and one of the things that the stat never says is, why do those people, uh, you know, why do those businesses fail? And it is rarely because, uh, you know, it, it was a bad idea or anything like that. More often than not, the reason that people fail is, eh, I wasn't really that interested in the first place, or it was just something I thought I'd try, but no, you know, I'd rather do something. You know, I like my job, actually. Uh, or I wasn't serious about it. I didn't bother to make a real plan with it. I didn't bother to do uh, the work that's necessary to do. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're a runner. And how many people get out there and say, I'm going to run a marathon. You know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start training. And then one day they get out there and they've gone 300 yards down the road and say, wow, this is hard. And then I go home and turn on the football game. Uh, and starting a business is the same thing. Yeah, it is hard. No question about it. But it can be done. And as long as you're looking looking at, you know, the, the, this is the complaining level, oh, you know, nine out of 10 people fail, or, uh, you know, that's really, really hard. Yeah, sure it is. So it's running, but it's worthwhile. And you can do it. Absolutely, you can do it. Um, one of the, uh, another piece of advice that I like to say, and I touched on this early on, and that is um, to be focusing on your success. You know, the opposite of worrying and anxiety are confidence and self-esteem. And that's what you need to have a lot of. And these things get stronger and more robust with every time you achieve something. So on the day that you say, I'm going to make a business plan, I don't know how to make a business plan, but I'm going to get a, a, a book or I'm going to go on YouTube and watch a video about how to make a business plan. And so you sit down and today you, you took the time and you spent two hours in the evening after you got home from work and after dinner and you started to outline a business plan. Well, when you've done that, take a minute and pat yourself on the back and appreciate yourself and say, hey, look at that. I took this step. And it's the same, you know, somebody, you know, they've been a couch potato for the last 10 years and they say, I'm going to get in shape. And if they only manage to run 100 yards down the street, that's great. Pat yourself on the back and appreciate yourself. And, and, and I even like the, to keep a journal and get comfortable with the fact that you're actually pretty darn good. And write in a journal, write down an element of, of something that you've done that you're proud of. Write down a skill that you've got. And you say, this is a skill that I'm going to use in starting this new side hustle or starting this new idea, this new business idea. Write down an aspect of your personal life that you're particularly 
proud of. Maybe, you know, maybe you're well-liked by your friends. Maybe you were really good in school and you were really successful. Uh, you know, you've got a bunch, just because you want to leave this old job doesn't mean that you haven't been successful in certain areas. So focus on those things that you have been successful in and, and really pay attention to those and pat yourself on the back. Uh, you, you might even want to call it my victory log and write down those successes at the end of each day. And they don't have to be earth shattering. They can be tiny little things. But that continuous stream of simple victories, that's going to build this uh, foundation of confidence and self-esteem that's going to propel you to be successful as you keep going. Because Lord knows you've got enough negative stuff coming at you uh, that, that's going to work to try and pull you down and pull you back. So make sure that you recognize the successes and the victories that you have. And, you know, as you write them down, and by the way, I like the idea of writing by hand rather yeah. than you know, putting on your, because there's something sort of visceral and kinesthetic about writing it out by hand that makes it stick in your brain uh, more solidly and, and more permanently than if you just type it into a keyboard. So write this victory log every day and, uh, you know, and build that self-confidence and self-esteem. That's really, really important. David, lots of really great insights there. I mean, writing down by hand is so much more valuable than typing it when it comes to goal achievement, when it comes to retention, all this really awesome stuff. And uh, daily like reminders of stuff you've done that's been good will build momentum. So certainly really great insights there. I mean, throughout this interview, it's just been so many nuggets of wisdom throughout our time together. I know that for people who want to learn more about you, they could go to ifearless.com. That's i-fearless.com. Uh, also, make sure you pick yes, up David's book, Unsubscribe from Anxiety, uh, which will be in the show notes. David, are there any other places that we can find you or anything you want to elaborate on? Absolutely. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ifearless365 and on Facebook at ifearlessnow. And uh, yeah, there is a, if you go to our website, we'd love you to go there. You can sign up for our blog. We have a weekly blog. It comes out and we call it Fearless Friday. Every Friday, we got something new coming out that helps you to overcome these things. And whether it's in your personal life or whether it's in your uh, work life and business, we'd love for you to uh, sign up uh, for our things. But do remember, it's i-fearless.com. And we'd love for you to join us there and uh, and follow us on, on social. But uh, if you want to check out the, the new book, it's Unsubscribe from Anxiety. And you can find it on uh, Amazon or Barnes and Noble, anywhere the books are sold. You can also, with the Kindle edition, just came out last week. This is <laughs> this book is brand new. It just came out uh, two weeks ago, so the ink's just about dry. But it's on Kindle now. If you go to the Kindle store, uh, you can download it there. Well, David, we'll make sure to include all that info in the show notes for anyone who wants to keep following your work. It was a pleasure to have you on Ditch the Job. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate you inviting me, and I love sharing this message with people. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ditch the Job. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave a quick review. We are a relatively new show, and all those reviews are really going to add up. And if you want to talk with me about how you can boost your revenue, 
Schedule a free strategy call with me. See how we can work together. The link is markberrycom slash strategy for anyone who's interested. We will be throwing it in the show notes. But once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It is listeners like you who allow me to create new podcasts and do all these different projects that I love doing. So what I want you to do is to dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.